everyone. My name is Satan. Tonight I will be playing Yuisa, which is our warlock rogue, freshly new warlock. Uh, she goes by she, her pronouns, and I go by any. Hi there. I'm Zachary Valdo. I am using any pronouns because it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to my character either. His name is Ara Chijin, your Damphir Wild Oracle, who can't wait to have this conversation uh, early in the morning with a weird fake creature. I forgot to turn on my microphone. Nobody look at me. I am going to die in shame, but I'm Fiskworth. I'm your hooling cleric of Keening, and both of our pronouns are she, her. I'm going to go curl up and die in a hole now. Thanks. Hello, everybody. I'm RJ, and today I'll be playing Sulong Shem, <laughs> Druid Barbarian. Hi, everybody. I'm your technical producer and GM for this evening, Sarah Roberts, and I'll be running these folks through the campaign. So let's get to it today, shall we? You all left off last week, settling down for a evening's rest. And that is where we are picking up tonight. Found a fancy little spot where there may be advertising potions for sale from a potion shop in the city that you were about to head into. As you ended your day, you found a clearing in the forest, a circular uh, space, perfectly round, marked only by a large rock on one side. Your watches all went well until the very end. All right. At the tail end of your watch, you suddenly realized you were surrounded by snow. And you heard a voice call out, Reciprocity for the light. Reciprocity for the night. Reciprocity, never a slight. And you began walking towards this sound. What do you do? Uh, first things first, I had a card active that gave me a reading on hostility levels of everybody nearby me. What am I feeling as I approach this person? Not hostile. Okay, so then I'm approaching like I would pretty much anybody else at, at that point. Uh, getting up, I take out uh, my scarf that I took from the wand's wand and wrap it on. Uh, doesn't really feel cold much anymore, but feels like the right thing to do. And I'll uh, approach the speaker and say, forgive me, I'm, uh, I did not realize we had guests in the area. Guests? You are my guests. You're in my domain. Are we? You'll forgive me, uh, as you may, as you may tell, I was not aware of this. That's not my care. Well, I imagine you would care a bit if it's your domain. I care enough to know that I am owed. And what is... What is owed? Payment. For your night by my fire. Surrounded by my trees. Protected. By my snow. Your trees and your snow, I understand. Did you make the fire for us? I was under the impression that that was myself. Everything within these trees is mine. Everything? It's quite a lot to own. It's just a little bit here and there. 
So what will it be? Well, I don't typically engage without knowing who I'm speaking to. May, may I have your name? You may not have my name, but you may call me Jack. Thank you, Jack, for giving me your name and a sense of exactly who it is I'm dealing with. I must admit, I, uh, this is one of those times I certainly wish that the people that could see where we were walking would have told me what we were walking into. Mm. What is the typical payment? Could be anything equal to the time you've spent here. Could be. My protection does not come cheap. However, you would like to give me five minutes of your time. I think that would be plenty. Do you know much about me, Jack? No. Do I need to? Not at all. But I think in the grand scheme of things, five minutes of my time could be acceptable. Then is it a deal? Depends on what you plan on using my time for. Oh. It is valuable still. That's not part of the deal. Give me five minutes of your time and I'll let you leave. So if I don't, then we can't leave. If you don't, then you can't leave. Should we see what your friends want to give me? They owe payment, too. I'm... Forgive me, Jack. I'm a little confused at your your parameters. You wish to be paid for the time we spend here, but if we don't pay you, then we just keep spending time here. Here or wherever I choose. Oh, is this not your only domain? It's mine. It's the one who serves. I could turn you all over to the prince. Would you prefer that? You could blow play his games. Oh, or I could take you to the court of sunlight. The queen of sunlight would have so much fun with you. I'm not one for sunlight again, you may have noticed. She could make it dark, too. I I think I prefer... I prefer your kind of dark, though. The dark and the cold and... What have you. How did you come about this territory? I took it. Hmm. Do you have any more boring questions? Or are you going to pay me? I could go on. I could go on and on. Uh, Given, though, that... My friends did not inform me of this. I can only assume that there was nothing to let anybody know. So we all we have is your word at this point. Nothing to let you know. It is mine, and I just told you. Therefore, you all well, know. Well, now afterwards, that's a bit of an that's a bit of a trap, isn't it? Oh no, this would be a trap. And Arat, without warning, there is suddenly encasing ice surrounding you on all sides. You can no longer move. Forward, backward, left, or right. It's a solid wall. Hmm, maybe I just leave you there for a while. That could be fun. Mm, You could leave me here for a while if this is how you choose to spend the five minutes that I give you. 
<laughs> you give me your five minutes or I leave you there. This being your time is not our deal. And you hear them hop down and you hear the crunch of snow as they pass you. Oh, look at you, little one, so curled up by the fire. I'll let you have a pass. And the audience watches as the person who has introduced themselves to you as simply Jack bends at the waist straight down to look at precious stinky boy. Before walking past one of the tents, Fiskworth. Roll me a perception check. That's a nine. Nine. You don't hear what is coming, but suddenly you are piled on by a mound of snow. It encases you all around. You wake up under it. I have heard of snow. I've read about it even. I was not prepared for the real life experience. I do what nobody should do when they're caught in an avalanche and begin flapping my wings frantically and chittering. Just, I, I, what in? Oh, my mouth. I'm clawing my way just frantically. You claw your way through the snow and you're easily able to make your way out. And you see a person standing over you with shards of ice for spiky hair, skin blue as a frozen body, eyes clear as crystal, dressed in pale blue trousers, a fine vest, and a long coat trimmed in gold. Hello. Enjoying my domain? I've heard of powerful beings like this, and he, despite his fashion choices, we're going to be respectful. I lift a wing, shivering a little bit. I'm a bit new to this domain of yours, I'm afraid. <laughs> but you know what they say, spice? Variety, life, that sort of thing? Thank you for the new experience, I suppose. Your gratitude's appreciated. I'll accept your payment when you're ready. Payment? Jack. What are you, a landlord? Yes. Frozen one. A, mo a moment, please. Mm, I'll need more than a moment. You'll have more than a moment, but I would like to speak with you for a moment. Okay, go ahead. You may speak. That's my whip my head around and see that Arat's frozen, and I'm connecting the dots. Would you mind coming over here, please? It's hard for me to tell when pe people I'm talking to are listening, if they're not nearby. Oh, I'm listening. May I come to you, then, to speak to you, if you will not come here? If you like. And you feel yourself pulled across the ground, still encased in ice, sliding. As though you're in an, like in a nice rink. The moment I stop moving, say, I'd like to propose a counteroffer if you would not mind. Oh, a proposal. I do like those. Your price is five minutes of my time. I assume everybody's price would be roughly the same. 
Oh, if that is what they want to bargain for, they can offer something else. I'm sure this one has some interesting things to offer. Don't you, little bat? You see Ara just shaking his head inside the eyes. Just... I... Would you mind letting my friend go, please? I understand that you landlords tend to be a bit unscrupulous in your methods, but I would like him back. He's very important to me. Please. Oh. I'll give him back once his price is paid. What's your price then? Blood? Sex? Love? Ara is desperately, like, wishing he could just, like, push thoughts out of his head to, like, like, don't engage with the fate. (laughs) But he's just stuck, like... He's just trying to draw attention back over to him with this counter-proposal offer. (sighs) Hmm, sorry, little bat, you're not my type. I prefer the ice trees. Would you like to hear my counter-offer, Jack? You may speak. You wish five minutes of my time. I wish I will happily offer you on behalf of everybody, five each, twenty of my time. Oh. In exchange for a game. Twenty minutes of your time and a game. What game? Well, the, just a basic dice game. The stipulation, of course, being that if I were to win, then there is no payment and we do leave. But hmm. I do win. If you do win, then I will happily take the cost for my team. All right. A tradition dictates that everyone must agree. Shall I wake up your other two friends? Gods above and below, I hope you know what you're doing, Arad. Bistkorth, would you mind waking them up? I think you might wake them up a bit more delicately. Are you sure about that? Considering how you just woke up, yes. I'll finish digging myself out of the snow very floppily. And instead of my usual you know, unusual way of waking people up. I just, both of you are woken up by a frantic shaking, like, please come outside right now. There's someone, I think it's a landlord, some kind of deity. We need to go outside right now. A landlord? What's a landlord? Why is it so cold? I think he's trying to make us pay rent or taxes. What? Sulong, Yuiza, as you are both waking up, you realize that there is a layer of snow even within your tent. Oh. Oh. Uh, I'm feeling kind of sluggish. I'm just gonna lie down here, if that's okay. Uh, no. (laughs) She's gonna push you. Uh, Come on. Up, up, up. Uh. They're just kind of after he gets up, just gonna go outside. It's like, why are we paying rent? Use it as you walk outside. You see the same person that was described to Fiskworth, someone that looks nearly to be made of snow and ice itself. Everybody, I'd like to introduce you to Jack. We have apparently wandered into uh, his domain. And Jack would like payment for the time we have spent here. I have offered to pay for everybody, of course, so long as you are all fine with this. What's the price? If it's a couple of gold, I've got some pieces in my bag. Um, I think I got some change in my pockets. Yes, we could pull in. 
help my head back. That depends, Jack. Do you is that acceptable for you, or are you looking more on what I've offered? Oh. You did say it could be anything. I said it had to be something of equivalent value. I want nothing for your money. Your money's boring. Uh, he, uh, he has asked me for five minutes of my time. I have offered him, on behalf of everybody, the equivalent amount in exchange for uh, seeing who wins a game of dice. Hmm. Which I will need my hands free for that if you are interested, Jack. It's hard to roll dice with your teeth. <laughs> You'd be surprised. And you feel the ice slowly pull away from you, Arat. If you're going to be here for the time being, would you like anything? Uh, drink, food? I brought my own. You're welcome to it if you'd like. And as Jack says this, behind him, he gestures in a table laden with food and drink. Piping hot. Pops out of the snow for you all. I can't possibly impose any more than we've already had. Um, have fun with your dice game, I guess. I'm going back to sleep. Do you agree to the terms that your companions set? You'll have to give a yes or no before you go back to sleep. Oh, yeah. Arat knows what they're doing. I... Arat, I, I care for you very deeply. You know this. I... Cannot in good conscience let you do this, but I also know that you're your own person and just. I would not offer what I would not be willing to give. Just please be safe. Please. Absolutely. Are there stipulations on what they are allowed to do with his time? It's mine to do with as I wish. Well, a, a proper, like, contract or agreement would have stipulations. Because I'm assuming you're going to let us stay here uh, for the night to rest. But if we were to do anything let else, well, that would be... Well, in exchange for the payment, if it goes through. Obviously, I respect this is your domain, I am assuming. You've already barged into my domain. You've already spent the night here. Payment is owed. It's either the time that your friend is proposing... Or offer me something else of equivalent. I am not a hag. I don't deal in contracts. Would you be amenable to providing an example to said, um, payments? Well, I asked your friends for simply five minutes of his time. But if you'd rather dance with me, we could. Would you like to dance with me? <sighs> I'd have to warm up first. Is that a yes? Play your dice game. Let me see how I feel in a couple of minutes. You can say, do you agree to these terms? You is just going to look between Jack and Arat and there's surprisingly a small smile on her face as she says, I agree to the terms. You know what you're doing. Wonderful. <clears throat> and I'm going to hold my hand out towards Jack and say, should we win? We may leave at first dawn without payment. Should you win? You have 20 minutes of my time on behalf of my group, and I will honor this for as long as I draw breath. Don't worry. 
It won't be something that you can resist honoring. And as you hold your hand out, a set of bone dice appear in it. Taking us, should I take that as agreement to the terms then? Of course. You can take it as you wish. So, how this will work out. We're going to do a roll-off. Best two out of three wins, 2d6 each. You can go ahead and roll first. Give me the amount. All right, so then that was actually an 11. It's a six and a four, so six and eight. That's 10 for me. It's 11 again because I got the exact same roll. <laughs> and I get double sixes for a 12. All right, 13. All right, you do win against Jack. He smiles, picks up the dice with a flourish and sticks them in his pocket. The game has been played. You may go. Thank you, Jack. As per the agreement, we will leave at first dawn, and I do guarantee we will not intrude in your territory intentionally in the future. Mm. That's what they all say. Isn't that right, trees? And as he looks up and says that walking away, you see the trees shake and shiver at his words, and from behind them, you see the faces of hundreds of other humanoids staring back at you, frozen. And slowly they fade away. I had a question, but that's cool too, you I don't, guess. You don't want to engage more than you need to, unfortunately. Well, I was going to ask if there were anything we can do so that this doesn't happen again. Like, if there's a there way to... Oh, right. Cool. There isn't. If there were, there would have been a sign that... Uh, before we came in, which, by the way, uh, in the future, if we are walking into and staying in a completely evenly spaced circular clearing in the middle of the woods, please do let me know that's what we're walking into. Well, typically when that happens, it's because people have been in there logging and, well, I guess they do things different on the mainland. Usually also not quite as good with the evenly spacing. So much discord amongst you three, but so amenable. You're all interesting. I'll have my eye on you. Enjoy the day. And with that, he snaps his fingers and the snow and everything around you disappears, including the trees. And you're in the middle of a field. Landlord leech iceborn and I'm just rubbing myself and getting myself warm Abbott please never do that again I my heart can only take so much and I just and I'm saying this I'm just shaking you lightly thank you all of you for trusting me as I said I would never offer any more than I'd be willing to give which is a dice game that I am rather good at for time that in the span of my existence is rather negligible for as long as I draw breath. Uh -huh, and you don't have to breathe. You learn how to negotiate over time. Though granted, if I had lost, then I would have lost. I mean, besides the cold, I don't appreciate it. Uh, I'm more of an island gal myself. Um, Same. But... Um, that's really interesting. Do you think those people are going to be trees forever? Like exactly five yes. minutes? Or like, oh. Huh. They lost the bet. I imagine that 
It may have been other stipulations involved as well. Magical creatures like that have tendencies to twist their words. Five minutes of our time may not be much, but it could be different for his time frame. All right, everybody, cuddle up. And Slung will just snap a finger, produce flame, and just start warming his hands by the fire. The sun is now coming up. The twilight sky has disappeared. It's morning. Yeah, the moment I feel the warmth, I go, all right, well, that was the green, the deal. I suppose we should go. Can someone roll me 1d4? Two. Okay. I don't like that. He's just going to wake up precious stinky boy. Scritching behind the ears. And, uh... Put uh, a little blanket on him. He's he's happily stretching, sniffing about for food. She'll give him a few apple slices from the apples they bought. I'll just gather my things up. I will, and I'll just like lightly, you know, brush my head under Arat's chin affectionately and say, "If you do that without telling me again, I swear I will rip the hells apart themselves to get you." I must admit the plan was to not wake you up, but rules are rules. Yes, but Avrat, your family, just talk to us, please, before you risk your lives or do something foolish, please. Ma, if I get the opportunity, I promise to, my intention was to not have the three of you have to engage with strange fae in the middle of the woods. It's hard enough dancing around the point one-on-one. Understandable, but... We're here on this journey with you. We're here to help. That's what colonies are for. Stronger together. Absolutely. I'll I'll saunter onto the road. (laughs) Are you echolocating, my dear? Are you hungry? Do you need a snack? I'm just cold. I'll warm up on the road. Oh. Do you think you'll freeze if you stay in the cold for too long? Well, I haven't really tested it. Because, like, I back could. on the island, we have these lizards on that usually hang out on trees. But one time it got a little too cold in, like, the wintertime. And they started dropping and hitting people on the heads. And there were lots of people in the hospital that day. This huh. is looking up at the sky nervously now, waiting for these projectiles. Lizards and sharks, Fiskorth. Gotta watch your head. Yeah, they fell off the tree, so like it wasn't like too fast, but you know, they're still like clunky. At least you can see stalactites and whatnot. Are you telling me they just appear? What a strange yeah. world we live in. We, we live in a world with lizards and sharks from the sky and bats in the water. I've got four arms. That you do. I have two. I don't know why we're saying this, sorry. Do you... Do you think you could... And Sulong motions to his arms, and then to Yuisa. Could you grow another pair of... Oh, I can't grow any extra limbs I've tried. Oh, that's lame. I'm sorry. I can get taller, though. She'll grow an inch and see. See, I'm taller now. Very impressive. Most magical. As you begin your journey, 
you are walking down the road and there aren't many people out yet this early in the morning. The sun is just coming up. There's still that morning dew on the grass as you pass by out of the field. And as you reach the road and begin walking down, you get about an hour down the road. Can everyone roll me a perception check? Uh, Dirty 20 for me. I'm not good at perceiving. That's an 11 for me. 19 from Sulong. Okay. What did Fiskworth get? A six. A six. You use it in Fiskworth. You must be too deep in conversation, but Sulong, you spot in the middle of the road a lump of fur breathing gently. All right, you hear the soft snoring of an animal up ahead. Uh, Sulong's just going to reach out with three arms and grab Arat, Yuiza, and Fiskorth by, like, the scruff and just hold them there. Ah. Something is asleep. As I was saying, with the great uh, Yui, what are we, what's going on, Sulong? Uh, middle of the road, ball of fur. Like a hairball? There's a creature asleep. Whoever has proficiency in survival can roll... Me a check. 23. Sulong, you squint and stare as you hold your friends back, and you realize it's a bear cub. It's a baby bear. You are also well aware that where there is a baby bear, there is a mother not too far away. Fiskworth, knowing nothing of bears, hearing the word baby, gets very excited and approaches nope, no, 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 the sleeping... No, 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 no. They're territorial! Oh, hello! Long. He's a... They are very child. territorial! What you mean? He's just a baby who needs assistance. The mother! Oh, he's mother! Where? I don't know. They're just out here by themselves. Well, can I at least wave goodbye to the bear? I don't want to leave him all by himself. Even if his mother is nearby. Well... That's... They should have a den around here somewhere. Wouldn't be sleeping in the middle of the road. Listen, I don't want to go toe-to-toe with the bears. I think we should give it a wide berth and just leave. I say we leave that wretched animal with it. Don't talk about yourself like that, Fiskorth. Let's give it a wide berth. I don't want any accidents to happen. I have a child with me <laughs> holding precious stinky boy. Very well. Goodbye, little furball. I hope your mother is nearby. And give a wide berth, you know, looking for approval. And also just keeping a wing on Ara just so he knows where I am and how I'm keeping a berth. No, say I'm walking. I'm also just listening for like low grunts of a bigger bear somewhere. Roll me investigation. Investigation? Okay. I don't learn the language of the creature if I wild shape into them, correct? No. You would have to have speak with animals. Yeah. Uh, Also, 16. 16. You are fairly certain, Arat, that just beyond the rustling of some trees off to the side of the road, you hear the grunt and clawing of a mama bear searching for food. Alright, as we go, I'm just gonna... Because I'm being led one hand up to my mouth and the other hand is pointing in the direction I heard the sound. 
adorable. Is it like a dog? Can you pet it? No, you cannot pet that dog. Can I pet that dog, though? N no. No. Oh, Not unless it's this dog I got in me. I've got the audacity in me. I'm aware. <laughs> I will have to study these creatures. I gambled with the Fae to save the life of these three. That was your mistake. Hey, <laughs> Sulong. Yeah. Can you keep me on track? I'm going to be reading on the road. May I touch you? Yes. And immediately piggybacks. <gasps> Perfect. Uh, and as she sits down, uh, is question dungeon master is the book the that I got from Miss um, Larry Moon uh, something that I was told that I can kind of conjure up, or is it like a physical book that I keep? With it's me? a physical book. Okay, she will go into her. Uh, um, bag of, of holding, open the book and set it on top of Sulong's head and just start reading. Okay. You can definitely do that. As you continue on, you all skirt the baby bear and avoid its mother with ease. And traffic picks up a little bit. You see a few more traders passing by. There are more fruit stalls that come out, a few people selling more um, artisanal goods, um, some people selling small carvings, small paintings, um, small painted carvings, uh, just knickknacks that they think that they can easily sell to travelers passing by. As Louise is reading, um, things are passed up to her like a water skin, some crackers, a bit of cheese. Biscorth has taken Arat over to where the carvings are, and she's excitedly running his hand over each of them and explaining what they are and saying, Oh, wouldn't that be so nice? Oh, it's so charming. I I think that one's supposed to be that dog we saw earlier. Oh my goodness. That looks a little too phallic. What do you whatever could you mean? Skirts away. So <laughs> <laughs> long we should buy more fruit for the road. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and subtract uh, three silver from your uh, from your total. She will also uh, ask Sulong to see if they can uh, go th past the carvings and see if there's any like little tiny like hand sized like like uh, knickknacks you can buy. Yeah, they're all like things that a traveler could easily fit in their pocket. Um, none of these um, vendors are selling anything particularly large. Okay, she's going to get like a little carving of something, uh, maybe one of the like local trees or, or something like that that has some nice texture, and she's going to put it in her bag. Yeah, uh, you can definitely find something like that. Uh, we'll say it's about five copper. I am letting this bat just take me on a tour. Yeah, I'm, it's like when your girlfriend drags you into the clothing store and you sit there, except he is engaged. I'm forcing him to be a part of this. So when your girlfriend drags you into the Claire's... Yes. We're buying best friend bracelets. Alright is happy to engage though because at least this is very like texturally interesting. Exactly. That's why she like, picked oh, it. Cool. Okay, cool, I would have cool. gone for the Sephora metaphor, but you know what? Claire's works too. You all continue on after making your purchases. It picks up a little more. You can definitely tell you're getting closer to the sea. You can see it off in the far distance. It's about another day's travel. 
still. Um, but you can see the spires of the larger buildings and off in the distance, you vaguely see the outline of the castle that still stands and the walls uh, that surround the city. Uh, but as you continue on, you pass some more farmlands, some more fields, um, some more vendors. And in one of the fields, everyone roll me perception. 21. 20 went off again. Okay. Another six. <laughs> I have disadvantage in the sunlight because I am albino and a creature of the caves. This is not fine. We need to get you some smoked glasses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like a real vampire. That's fine. Fiskorth, uh, you're obviously squinting in the sun. It's nearing around noon. The rest of you, though, however, Yuiza uh, and Sulong are at you will hear this. Um, you notice a group of men out in the field. They are throwing a ball back and forth at one another. And you see a few of the men in the back pick up a few more balls. They're large, round balls, throwing at one another, uh, shouting and laughing. History check? Sure. Identify this game? Go for it. 15. 15. Anyone else rolling? It's a visual game. I don't know how much I would actually know about it. Mm, you history? can probably history, yes. Uh, you can probably tell what kind of balls these are from the sound that they make when they hit someone. Non natural twenty. Okay. Twelve. Twelve for Arat. Uh, the three of you clock this game as the game of dodge the ball in which two teams compete against one another and the one with the last man standing wins. Oh, I know this game. My uncle used to tell me if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Those are two entirely different things. Sulong, as you say this, you see a couple traveling down the road point and nod to one another. And then they head over to talk to the folks that are playing. And the folks uh, who have already been playing nod their head enthusiastically and they begin to join in. Sulong, is there a fight going on nearby? Is heard balls being thrown? Oh, it's um, a game we play here up top where essentially the game is to reduce the enemy number by hitting them with a ball. So it's war games more or less but then you they're also gonna be throwing things at you so like well balls at you so you have to like dodge them hence the name dodge ball and an interesting fact is if an opponent catches the ball you threw then you're out and one of their teammates get back in a game of dexterity and i puff up my big fluffy chest and go if I am to adapt to the surface, I must learn their ways. We shall dodge this ball. And I confidently and blindly strive forward into a fence post. Oh. Another reason I must hone my senses as I rub my poor little bruised nose and my ego. Are you okay? I'm a cleric. I, I, I can stand it. Sulong will just stick two fingers in his mouth and give a whistle towards the people playing dodgeball and give a wave. Sure. Uh, Fiskworth, roll me one d4. One. You take one point of booped snoot damage. 
but Sulong, uh, you whistle for the folks and they're redividing teams now that new folks have played and a uh, a young tabaxi uh, trots over to you and uh, they, are, they have uh, tiger stripes and they are wearing, um, they're wearing um, a pair of lightweight shorts and a shirt that kind of wraps and ties to the side in red and gold. And they say, uh, oh, hi, uh, did you did you want to play? Or were you trying to get yeah. someone's attention? Oh, no, I was going to ask if you had room for a couple more. Oh, yeah. Sh- Our friend our- has never played. Who's your friend? The big bat. I'm oh. Just rub my nose before I see the tabaxi. Flashbacks to Mr. Kitty and look beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... Yeah, uh, you're all welcome to join. Um, are 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 you joining as? Is he joining as well? Uh, are you joining, uh, sir? Uh, I assume you're talking to, to me. Yes, I don't know your name, so sorry. Um, that's, no, that's completely fine. I thought blind um, guy would be a little insensitive. It would certainly be descriptive. Um, that's fair. I suppose I will join. It'll probably be more engaging than just watching. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, y'all um, come this way. Uh, and they will lead you through the fence gate uh, into the field. Uh, and you will divide up into two teams. So uh, who wants to be on team A and who wants to be on team B? B for bat. B for bat. Okay, so Fiskworth is on team B. I want to be on the same team as Sulong. What, because he's got four arms and he's yeah. got the advantage? <laughs> yeah. Wow. What a way to leave your girlfriends behind. Okay, so Sue Long and Yuiza and uh, Fis and Arat. So the way that this is going to work is uh, you will have a total of 20 people, including yourselves, on each side. The uh, you will each be rolling a d20 equal to the number and the AC is equal to the number of people that are left on your team. DM, can I do something before we start? Yes. Well, as you walk out, because nobody because nobody can see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ara cast mage hand right in front of him. <laughs> Fantastic. So that's it. It's just it's going to be kind of like hovering <laughs> around there for extra blocking. Fantastic. All right, you may roll with advantage. Great. Is anyone else preparing to go in? Sulong thinks this is a friendly game of dodgeball, so why would he need to prepare? <laughs> oh, it's friendly. I just need to not get hit. Fiskorth is taking this for what she thinks it is, a war practice. So she's taken the blood from her little booped nose and has painted war paint on her face with it. She looks deadly serious. Yuis is just skipping over to her team. Viscorth, usually this game is played by children. We must teach the young. When I was young, I had to learn how to kill. Okay, we'll unpack that later. Well, have a good game, y'all. A fine war to you as well. Uh, so can everyone roll me a d20? Uh, we'll see which team goes first. I'll add the two scores together to determine. Twelve. 12, okay. 12 for team B. Two. <laughs> Two for team A. Team. For 13, Sulong. okay. And Fiskorth. Four. We win. By one point, 
you two win and get to go first. Um, so uh, going into this, uh, one of you to start off, I'll let you guys decide who gets to roll first. Uh, we'll go team A, team B, team A, team B. And uh, so team B, one of you roll first and uh, you can add either athletics or strength to the roll, whichever you would desire. All right, we'll turn to Fiskorth. Do you want to start? Do you want to start, or would you like to get a better sense of what how it works? You know, I would like to send the first strike forth. Absolutely. I'm gonna hold this little ball of my nubbins. Two. Fiskorth, um, it's kind of hard to throw a ball when you got two little nubbins. Uh, you get it across the line, but it just sort of plunks on down and rolls towards someone's feet. The rest of your teammates give you a good, you know what? It was a good first try. You'll get it next time. Uh, team A. Who's rolling first? Sulong is just going to palm a dodgeball and look over to Yuiza. Shall I? Yeah. 25. 25, that does hit. Team B loses one person. Sulong is standing in like the back half of the arena and it just blows past three people and just thunks someone in the face. Blood has been drawn. All right, we must act. Uh, that's a natural 20, so 21. So yeah, still facing facing uh, Fiskworth. So, try using your momentum to hurl the ball. And then without looking, you're just going to flat palm slap the ball like that one across the line. Fiskor, that you watch as everyone on your team surrounding you's eyes go wide, including the tabaxi, uh, and their jaws drop to the floor as Arat takes out one of the other players, hitting them like square in the face almost. Uh, that was a, a direct hit. So that is one less person on team A. Uh, speak. <laughs> you have. Uh, speaking of which, team A, who's rolling this time? One. Did I tell you I was bad at this game so long? Everyone has different strengths. You, use, uh, <gasps> you actually managed not to throw it at the other team, but you throw it across the line, parallel to the line, and it just shoots out the side. I think that in any other situation, that would be really impressive. Just saying. Wait, Yuiza, I think I have a plan. And as you say that, we're going to switch over to our other team. Uh, Fiskworth or Arat, who's going next? Arat's going to go, momentum, momentum, for, for Fiskworth to go. Like flight, taking wing, as it were. Oh, here goes. All right, athletics. <sighs> 12. I try hitting it with my wing. It doesn't go. A 12 does not hit, but you narrowly miss someone on the other team. They have to do one of those, like, turn their body into a C motion moves to get away from you. So you are making progress. Don't give up. Oh, I've grazed you, fiend. The player on the other team smiles and gives a two thumbs up. Team A, who's going? Sulong will go first. Um, he has told Yuisa that if she doesn't feel up to throwing, he could uh, she could block for him. Essentially, just be on catch duty for any balls heading to his way. I can do that. I'm okay. good at catching things, not throwing them so much. 
If you want to forego rolling, I will give Sulong advantage. Yes. Uh, 21. 21. Uh, describe to me, Yuiza, how you are blocking in front of Sulong as he hits the other team again. Okay. Um, I would say that uh, this is more playing to her quote-unquote strength, which is more dexterity-based. So I think that she is going to, as Sulon's kind of going in the middle, she's on the side and she's looking out into the crowd. And as soon as she hits, she sees someone like throw a ball at him. She's going to go catch it and like tuck and roll and then get up. Throw the ball towards him. And yeah, he'll just throw the ball towards it. him. Yeah. Okay. You can definitely do that. And team B will lose one player. Uh, speaking of which, team B, who's going next? I'm kind of like, Still encouraging, like, 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 good work. Just, yeah, try again. More momentum to make your body move the ball very fast. And I'll go ahead and give a throw again. Uh, that's 19 flat. That meets, so it beats. Mm -hmm. Good job. Yep, so he, uh, what so does this all that and then just kind of like. Boom. <laughs> Yeah, what does this look like, uh, Arat, at, to the rest of the players as Arat does this? He's still facing Fiskorth, uh, like, giving this encouraging encouraging moment, and then just with the arm that's closest to the line, just sort of, like, flat hucks the ball out, so it's sort of a fake-out throw. It's just going to bounce off somebody's head again. Okay. Nobody's uh, thinking that this guy's going to hit stuff. No, but there's you know they're starting to uh, starting to get real scared of you. I'll tell you that. Uh, you do this, and Fiskworth, you see this person get bonked on the head. Uh, a second shot down for Arat. Uh, up next, Team A. Who's going? Sulong, are you still taking the lead on this? Uh, that is a twenty this time. A twenty definitely hits. They have a AC of eighteen currently, just like you do, uh, and you manage to take out another person. Can uh, I say that a Yuisa hit bumped a ball into <laughs> towards too long? He caught it. Yeah, you absolutely can. Fissin, all right, you are down another person on your team. Who goes next? Thanks, we can. All right, stand behind me. I must take ground. Back seven. 17? A 17 does not hit. It is one shy of their current 18. But you get within a hair's breadth of someone's face, Fiskorth. You are making excellent progress for someone playing this game for the first time without thumbs. You get two thumbs up from Yuiza. I said two thumbs up back. But then smear my, my war paint. Uh, up next, Team A. Let's see your roll. 22. Sulong basically uses uh, Yuiza as a kind of uh, blocker and a ball gets sent uh, low into the side of her and curves upward into somebody. All right, Team A, how are you going to respond? Um, I'm going to, because I was asked to stand behind, behind Fiskorth, just mm -hmm. going to lean like right next to her and go, and she's like, sounded very close. You're doing very well. And just hurl it straight over her shoulder. Okay. Make your roll. Uh, that is another natural 20. I'm not going to roll the second time. Uh, so 21. <laughs> All righty. Uh, that is uh, definitely enough to beat their 18. They lose another player. All right. Yeah, so from behind this bat, 
just comes a ball right down the line again. Fantastic. I, because you're behind Fiskorth now, I think someone on the other team does mistake it for being Fiskorth's throw. Uh, so now they're also like I and Fiskorth, like, we gotta get that bat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> team A. I want to dive and volleyball hit this ball up to Sulong for him to just like smack into someone. Okay. Make your roll, Sulong. 22 yet again. That is more than enough to hit their current AC of 16. Team B will be losing another player. I mean, Arat's been so encouraging. I can't let him down. Not, I, not in front of all these people. I'm going to try again. You got this. Oh, Jesus, that's a nat one. A little too over-enthusiastic, and you kind of drop the ball at your own feet, and it doesn't quite go much further. The shame. Just turning to the person next. What are the rules about using, like, spectacular abilities? Uh, don't, because that might hurt some people. You're an adventurer, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's a no magic, no extra extras, usually. It's no from me, dog. I really can't help the extra extras, though. Yeah, no, that's that's like, no, that's like anatomy. Like, we don't count that. Like, that's a, that's like saying, like, Tim over there can't use his biceps. That would just be rude. And you look over and Tim has, like, really strong arms. You got some nice biceps, Tim. (laughs) Thanks, man. Gives you the thumbs up. Uh, natural 20 for a 26. That definitely hits their current AC of 15, and Team B will be losing another player there, down to 14. Nui says, like, a little out of breath because she's hopping and moving around so long. She's like, I got this. You do. You're doing great. Team B, your numbers are dwindling compared to Team A. Who's up next? Going to step in front of Discord, uh, and say out out loud to the rest of my team, both chiding, but also like trying to push them. It's like, please don't let the blind man outplay you in this game. And I'm just going to submarine throw the ball across the line with an underhand. 18. 18 does hit. Uh, they will lose another player from their team. They're down to 16. 20. A 20 definitely hits the AC of 14. Uh, you take out yet another player, Sulong. What does this look to, like as you two work together to do this? Uh, one of the balls had gone like wide and up. Sulong will motion for Yuiza to come over and he'll throw her up into the air to get the ball, which he'll throw back down to him. Yeah. And then he'll just send it back to the other side of the court. All righty. Team B. Who's up next? I'm not going to throw, but Fiskworth is just going to lean to Arat's ear and whisper, and then hop on his shoulders, her little talons, and flapping her wings to provide extra momentum to this next throw. Okay, I can't give double advantage. <laughs> so you, you just roll your advantage roll. proficiency? <laughs> no. All right. She just wants to look helpful. Give her that. She's doing great. She's doing amazing. That's a 20. It's a 20 that definitely hits. Uh, Team A will lose another person. I'm not even going to throw it because I'm being like carried. So the ball just sort of stays at my chest and then I just I just release it. It just goes flying from the bat momentum. Sounds great. All right. Team A. 
Arat's doing really good. Yuz is going to catch a ball. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of cool ways to catch balls. <laughs> Actually, um, a ball is heading towards one of the uh, Sulong's teammates, and he'll just stick an arm out and grab it, and then throw it to Yuiza to give her advantage on her throw. <laughs> there is a moment of of pure terror, but then she throws it. Fourteen. <laughs> A 14 is one over what you needed. Uh, Yuiza, you do manage to take someone out. Uh, how do you hit this other player? Um, there's fear in Yuiza's eyes first as she takes the ball. There's a very solid look on Sulong that just says, you can do this. She'll grab the ball and kind of spin. And as she spins and turns back to the front, she's going to throw it at someone. She doesn't know. She's not aiming. <laughs> she's just throwing. And then when it hits someone, she's like, I did it. You did do it. Good job. As you make connection, it then becomes Team B's turn again. Team B. Louisa just picked up a ball and threw things. Say, so am I allowed to do something similar uh, to what just happened? To give Fiskworth advantage? Yeah, I want to. I want to like hand the ball up to her, but what she doesn't see is the is the invisible mage hand that's just on the ball to just force it forward when she throws it. Like you're gonna throw it, but it's gonna give extra momentum. I will allow it. Be sure I have the hand cut out for her. You you must try. You must try. Indeed. Here goes. One advantage. (sighs) Ten. You know what? Sometimes Mage Hand just does, isn't as helpful as it should be. But you know what? You get pretty close once more, giving yourself a little confidence boost, Fizz. Perhaps I am made for war. <laughs> uh, team A? Uh, Yuisa is going to take a ball that's headed her way and that miss. She's gonna uh, up kick it with her feet. She's a little, she's a bit more dexterous with her than, again, like I said, than strength. She's a soccer gal, uh, so she's gonna uh, kind of do a little trick to kind of pick it up from the ground and just kind of kick it over to Sulong. Grabs it with the extra arm, passes it down to his main hand, spins, throws. Uh, Twenty-four. Definitely hits. Team B loses another player. 14. A 14 is one shy to meet what they need. Uh, There's fewer people. It's harder to just hit the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not clumping up and running into each other anymore. Uh, team A, you're back up. Who's going next? Yeah, I'll do it. She's feeling a little confident. Uh, that ball that Fiskorth had um, thrown as it's falling hits the ground, bounces slightly. Sulong scoops it and lobs it over to Yuiza before, like, taking a spot in front of her to block what she's doing. Okay, go ahead and roll strength or athletics, Yuiza. Okay. 16! That does Sorry, hit. If that was right in the mic. I'm just really excited. Uh, Yuiza, what does it look like as you... Your ball connects with this player. It's just Yuisa, and you see, like, she goes up, and she she kind of jumps to throw it, and it's like this face of rage, like, yeah! <laughs> just connects with the face of the spear. Alrighty. 
Up next. She's feeling it now. <laughs> Team B. Who's going? Have it be a long road ahead of us. I must prove myself capable of combat. I'm gonna throw. Let's see how this goes. Please, please roll above a 10. Okay, that's good so far. 18. With that 18, you definitely hit. Uh, you were trying to meet a 15, but that is now dropping to a 14. Fiskworth. What does the first ball that you throw that connects with another player, what does that look like? Fiskworth is, like, I think the ball like, rolls over as our next teammate gets hit. She's a little nervous. Looks at Arat. Gets that little boost of inspiration. Throws her arm back like a pitcher. And just with all the force in those hollow little bones of her, yeets it right into someone's face. All right, you do this. And uh, they actually fall backwards uh, and get up. And as they walk away, they have a, they have a little bit of blood uh, trickling out their nose. Uh, but they gave you a thumbs up. They knew the risks getting on this field. Uh, you have taken out one of your opponents on the battlefield, Fiskorth. Good job. Uh, up next, Team A. Whose turn is it? I can help you. You wanna? What do you wanna yeah, do? Yeah, I, I wanna. I wanna help you throw. I wanna help you throw. I think she this time she's going to like headbutt a ball towards him. She's she's pumped up right now. I'm pretty sure we're not playing dodgeball anymore. No. Fifteen and six is a twenty-one. All right, that definitely hits. Team B is down to nine players. Ooh, it's getting pretty close to just being the four of you. Hearing the bounce from Fiskor's throws, walk I was over here like that. That was great. That was wonderful. You did amazing. I'm Javon Platt. I am a true cleric of war, Arat. Absolutely are. As I throw it like backwards over my shoulder, it's a twenty total. Fantastic. Yep, that definitely meets the fourteen you need to hit, and that number drops down to a thirteen. This person just saw a ball come over my back before it hit them. Mm -hmm. Poor person. <laughs> Team A Who's going? We need a new strategy The strategy you're going to throw I'm going to keep dodging and, and catching balls for you And I'm going to pass them to you And you're going to keep throwing It's going to be great And she's just going to like Hit a ball that's been thrown And just up to him <laughs> You're really into this, huh? I didn't know it could be so competitive Are but you like, rolling or am I? <laughs> you're rolling Okay. I think the fear of getting hit in the ball with the face is really driving me forward. 20 and 5. That definitely hits. Uh, team B dwindles down to 8 players. I'm a little confident. I've been blooded. Mm hmm. Gonna flap my little wingies and then, like, kick the ball up, throw it. Let's see how that lands. Dirty, nasty 20. A dirty, nasty 20. Fiskorth, good job. You take out another player on Team A, and they dwindle down to 12 players. Still in the Fiskorth double digits. Is also taking this too seriously, but in a different way from you, Isa. <laughs> <laughs> another player hobbles off the field after getting hit upside the head with a ball from Fiskorth. Uiza uh, and Sulong. Which one of you are rolling next? Sulong all grab a ball out of the air and throw it over to Yuisa. <laughs> okay, she's very confident in what she's like, yeah, we're gonna do this! And she's going to try and throw it specifically at someone. And let's see if she actually can. 
she's gonna pick someone from like the middle ground and she's gonna be like this just point her her two fingers from her eyes to them in like a very serious way and just start throwing and that's going to be a 17 that definitely hits she's gonna hit them score in the face alright you take out another player Yuiza Fis and Arat who's up next I'll, I'll pull the mage hand back to me, but again, it's invisible, so won't, I just feel it like shut against me again. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think we, I think we, we've got a pretty good shot at this. We do. Join me in the harbors of battle, my love. Certainly, it's a fourteen. Fourteen. That definitely hits. At this point, Arat thinks that like she's just into it, and she's just, like every word she says, like. Great, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate golden retriever party member. Sorry, Sulong. You've lost your spot. <laughs> Speaking of which, Sulong and Yuiza. Yuiza is going to uh, smack a ball off from the air and it's going to hit the ground and then jump back up to Sulong for him to throw it. There is a twinge in Sulong's calf. He forgot to stretch because I rolled double ones. Ooh, buddy. I'm so sorry. Uh, how? What is? What does this double one fail look like, Sulong? Oh, oh. I'm going to let you hurt I'm... yourself. He takes a step forward uh, as if going for a baseball style pitch. But as he raises his leg up, there is like that charlie horse twinge that happens. We all know the feeling, the sharp jolt of pain that just racks through the calf. And he just spikes the ball into the ground with a, oh no! (laughs) Yes, uh, you start limping a little bit in pain as that zings through your leg. Uh, Team B, uh, Su Long has apparently managed to hurt himself on the field. You... You might have a shot at winning this still. We must strike while they are weakened. Absolutely. Oh my god, that's a 20 right off the bat. Let's go. That definitely hits. Uh, Fiskworth, you take out another member of Team A. They are down to 10 players. The gap is closing. It's anybody's game now. I just let off a series of very high-pitched clicks and squeaks. <laughs> team B, or Team A, uh, who's rolling now? Sulong, are you okay? I will feed you balls! I am stretching! <laughs> Tossing a ball over <laughs> She'll just catch it. It's like, okay! Now she's not as confident. Oh, no, it's a six! Oh, one shy. Uh, you throw it, and it just barely zooms underneath Fist Course leg. Uh, uh, team B, it is your turn. Yuiza just whiffed a shot. Uh, as it bounces between Fist Course legs, I'm just going to flat handball slap it back. Uh, that is a little higher. That's a 12. (laughs) A 12 definitely. A 12 definitely hits. Uh, The playing field is getting far more even as Team A drops into the single digits of players. 
it is uh, Team A has nine players left. Team B has seven. Yep, gap's closing. Uh, team A, who's throwing next? Still rubbing out the Charlie horse. No, he's just gonna take the uh, ball from the air and hand it directly to Sulan. Be like, you got this. You need to win this for us. Thanks. No pressure, I guess. All the pressure, Sulong. Huh. That's a no. What'd you roll? Another one. Actually, with, with the advantage? one, that's a seven. A it seven. is a seven, but it, yeah, it, a it's a natural one, but it's also a seven. We're, this isn't combat, so natural ones aren't an auto fail. Uh, so that does count. Yep, yep. That meets their seven. So you drop down to six players, Team B. I gave myself disadvantage for the Charlie horse in the leg and then the advantage from Louisa, so it nulled out. Look at you being so honest. Look at you. I'm not here to rest on my cave moss. Let us go for. <laughs> Me jam back over to her. Fifteen. Fifteen. That is more than enough. Uh, team A drops down to eight players. Natural 20 for an 18. <laughs> nice. Yep, that is more than enough. Uh Fiss and Arat, you look around the field and including yourselves, there are only five members of your team left. Our ranks thin, we must draw strength, Arat. The wings of glory are behind you. Ten. That definitely uh is over. Uh team A, you have seven players left. And it is now your turn to roll. Do you want to give me advantage somehow? Because I do want to win. <laughs> Suwong has been amassing all of the balls that have just been pelted towards him and just begins to machine gun feed Louisa. <laughs> I will take it. I will allow it. Roll with advantage. Hoarding the balls is a strategy. It is. It is a strategy. <laughs> Eight. That's more than enough. I am enraged. I am full of vigorous, righteous anger. Just, just passing the mage hand back and forth at this point. Eight. Eight. That is one over what you needed. Team A dwindles down to six players. Good job, Fiskorth. Your opponents, they will not best you on the battlefield today. Behold my glory in battle! <laughs> 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 Can I just say, it brings me so much joy that this calling service does not cancel out Abby's creature, creature sounds. Like, See, I'm trained not to make them out, so now I've got to let it out. I've got to go, ow! You, you got to let it out. I need those sound effects for Fiskorth, and also so that I can steal them for my sound pad later. Um, team A, who's rolling? 14. 14's more than enough, as they only had four players left, and it dwindles down to three. For team B. Uh-oh. We're getting close to just two left on I'm your so team. I'm so scared right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, team B. Speaking of which, who's rolling? I'll, that'll be me. I'm just like hearing fewer and fewer people. I just go... And just roll and just, yeah, scoop straight up from the ground to just lob the ball. I will say... If you want team B to give me an epic description of how you work together on a roll. 
If it hits, I will let it take out two. Let's go the other one with the wings. How's this going down? I had something about anatomy not mattering. I, I've heard of a sport on the surface. It involves hot wheels, as it were, with carts going across ramps. Use my wings as ramps to draw this ball forward. We'll give it twice the momentum for half the space. And I just lay on the ground halfway in like almost a bow and present my wings as like a ramp. Just kind of like feel like across to get, get a sense of where it is and to go, okay. And then yeah, the same motion I said, but this time it's literally bowling the ball like up this course wings with half pipes. Fantastic. Give me a straight roll. That's a natural 20 for a 21 on a Hot Wheels ramp. Natural 20. It whiffs across the field and bounces off of one player's head and then a second player's head, and they both walk off the field. Hearing two ba- two reverberations, I just go, could have been doing that from the start. You gotta Indeed. spice it up every once in a while, you know? Team A. You see Fiskorth and are at work together. What do you do? It's a look too, too long. That's what we got. We got to win this. Do we? It's just a friendly game, right? We have to win this, Sulong. All right. Sulong takes four balls in each arm. Yeah, he this seems like a guy who can handle four balls. Uh, more than that, actually. One might say a train. Uh, Anyways, moving right along. He's going to shotgun blast the the objects in front of him. Just saturation fire. Please do. He's going to keep throwing more balls for him to just like keep throwing. 13. 13 is more than enough. It is now down to Arat and Fiskworth. The next time either one of you roll... Team A, you will have to call who you are trying to hit, and you will have to beat their player AC. All right, I have much trust in your wisdom. Take this hit and aim for the wretched warrior Sulo. Then his forces destroy his spirit. I will hear those words and I'll go, I will certainly do my best and I'll throw it anyway. Roll a straight roll for that. If you uh, if you hit on this one, I will let you knock off the final two players on Yuiza and Sulong's team, and we'll get down to our final roll off. That is a seven for an eight. That does hit. So on your next turn, uh, Team B, you will also be calling as you take out the final two players. Team A, who's rolling and who are you trying to hit? All right, which one should I aim for? The blind one is too good. Aim for him. <laughs> dodge! And he'll let one rip towards him. Natural 19 for a 25. Does that beat? Yeah. Oh, that's that's well more. All right. Uh, what does it look like as you take Arat out of the game? Sulong yells, Arat, dodge. And as he throws the ball, it just generally loses momentum and just thunks his shoulder. Uh, I had dodged in a way where they were expecting a lot more force. If that's acceptable. Uh, Arat, you are out. Fist, you are the only member left on your team. Therefore, you must roll. Go ahead and call who you're trying to hit and then uh, you'll roll it like an unarmed strike for this one. Unarmed strike, gotcha. Sulong, I need to avenge Arat. 
21. Does the 21 hit Zulong? Yeah, it does. <laughs> just in this screeching rage. Zulong, <laughs> you are taken out by a screeching, raging bat. You may exit the field. Yuiza, it is just you and Fiskworth. It's that anime scene where, like, the camera's, like, slashed and, like, diagonally. There's one face here and another face down here. The background is all just, like, blurring lines. <laughs> We're both heaving and huffing. Go ahead and roll your unarmed strike against Fiskworth's AC. It's too late, Yuiza. I have the high ground. I hate you. <laughs> 16 Abby what's the score Stacey three less than that <laughs> I would like to see say that it's it's Yuza with the ball in, in her hand it's like no it's never too late to score and she goes, and she she starts. A, uh, she gets a running start, and we see a slow motion running start, and she just takes the ball back, just full arching her back, and just smacks it. And I like to think that it doesn't hit her at first, but it hits the ground and then hits her in the face. <laughs> like she's slow of you fool, and then just <laughs> uppercut <laughs> the chin falls on her back. Yeah. Uh, that is more than acceptable. And that, everybody, is where we are going to go into our break. We will be back after this spirited adventure uh, and game has happened. Uh, but don't go nowhere unless it's a grab drink, grab friend, or go to hypegoblin.com forward slash events and check out the schedule for this and other games like it on the channel or visit patreon.com forward slash the hype goblin. We will see you all shortly. Everybody wave. Bye-bye. That being said, uh, let's hop back into our story. The dodgeball game wraps up Fiskworth. You are laying on the ground. You just saw little Tweety Birds dancing around your head, stars in your eyes, as you lodged lodged that ball across the line and hit you square under the chin. What do you all do now? I'm not getting up. I'm just laying there in defeat. I've been slain in battle. Fiskworth is on the ground, and then there's a shadow that comes over her as Yuisa walks over. And, like, just Come says, to finish Are you me okay? off. No, I was going to help you back up. Oh, right. <laughs> she can get your hand. Yeah, she gives game. you a nub. <laughs> well, you struck. did really good. As did you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, sports have never been my thing, but, like, I was really, really pumped right there. I was. I, I felt as if I were in the heat of battle and I were about to engage and carnal. Oh, well, you know, no, well, let's go check on the other two. Okay. <laughs> I have questions for you for later. <laughs> yes. Uh, Sulong is sitting in the grass next to Adat, just chatting quietly as he's like rubbing his leg. That was a really good throw, yeah. You really you really got like two and one. That's pretty good. Thank you. Uh it's surprisingly easier to throw when you don't get faked out by people's motions. You just hear where they are. The reigning huh. warriors! We have won this battle. How are you both? Do we need healing of any sort? Uh, just a pull, it's fine. I can stretch it out on the road. A pull where? 
Albert? Oh, he hurt his like um his his leg. It like cramped up. Oh, well, like a wing spasm. I didn't consider that. I'm quite mm-hmm. fortunate my own legs haven't given out like that. I certainly hope they don't. You just got a stretch. Yeah, yeah, just a little stretch. I see. So I think that was a great break. Um, I'm super sweaty right now. Uh, so, um... Press the digitation. <laughs> Thanks. Um, should we continue? I wish there was a prize. I feel like I deserve a prize, but that's fine. I think the prize was in victory in slaughtering one's foes. Non, non lethally, of course. Non lethal slaughtering. Yeah. Uh, as you mention a prize, Yuisa, uh, the tabaxi uh, trots back over to y'all, uh, one of the balls underneath their arm. Uh, y'all were really good. Are you from around here? You can you can come be on my team if you're here next week. We do this every Friday. Uh, we're wardens. We're out on a job right now. It's oh, a small break. Gotcha. How close are we to the city? Oh, um... Well, it's uh, it's still a, like a bit of a track, but um, the uh, the Bowden Sword Tavern uh is just like a like like ten minutes down the road. Like you can probably uh, they look up at the sky and the sun as it's sinking lower. Um, you know the roads aren't um safe. You know at night just because like road stuff. We're aware. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like you should probably stay at the tavern tonight, but like you could totally get there like before lunchtime tomorrow. Okay, so oh, there okay, is a good chance we could cool. be back. I was figuring out if we would be able to be back uh, to play again. I think so. If we're not that far. Oh, cool! Well, it's every yeah. Friday, so it'd be next week. Yeah, if you're here Friday, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely come back. We'll be here in the field. Perfect. Somebody will tell me when it's Friday. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. You both talked at once, and I didn't understand a word you said. So I'm just gonna smile and Sorry. nod. Yeah. <laughs> Sulong is gonna get up from where he's sitting, kind of testing his leg out before extending like a knuckle out towards uh, the tabaxi. Sulong, by the way. Oh, uh, hey, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, e- e- Tony. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any other word, any other name other than Tony. Um, Yoni. Anthony. Yoni. Yoni. Yoni the actor. Nice to meet you. Uh, and they extend and they extend a, a hand. Oh, okay. Zulong was going for fist bump, but handshake's fine. Oh, too. I can I can fist bump. <laughs> the awkward like uh uh, <laughs> oh, uh, uh yeah. it's a cool handshake now. Look at that. Yeah. Um, cool. Let's actually shake hands next time. Uh, yeah. Indeed. I hope we encounter each other on this field of battle once more. Uh, well, if you come on Friday, you'll definitely encounter me. I nod sagely. Word. All right, later. Have fun. Uh, and they, uh, trot back to the others on the field, uh, tossing the ball uh, to one of their teammates. As they mention their playing schedule, can you all roll me a, uh, let's say, just a 
intelligence check. <laughs> Natural one for four. Seven. Five. Uh, that's a natural one for a uh, one. We're so dumb. <laughs> I don't know what time is. You are all so pretty. Uh, what was Yui's roll? Was it a one as well? Yeah. For those of you who didn't roll a one, um, the mention of Friday is makes you stop and think for a moment, but you shake it off and Think nothing more of it. Strange. We used to play wing ball on certain days, near the end of the week before we would begin worship, but... Oh, Sula, uh, can I ask you for a favor? I know the tavern is like 10 minutes away, but I was wondering if maybe you could help me forage some things before we get there. If we could spend some time foraging for stuff. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, what do you need? Uh, <laughs> she takes out the book she had been reading. Um, and she's going to just, um, hmm, she's going to list off a few, like, herbs and, um, possible flowers. Yeah, that sounds doable. I could do that. I think if it's the bud, it should be fine if it's not fully bloomed, but, uh, I think we should look for the fully bloomed red flowers yeah, with but the yellow center. The three if the buds things. are fine, what about the friends and the pals and the comrades and yeah, buds, friends? No, I got Synonym. it. I got it. Um, but yeah, if I could spend some time foraging with uh, Sulong, because I'm not uh, good at survival. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sulong, go ahead and roll a survival check to help you Isa, uh, find the herbs that she needs yeah chef you know the dice gods give a charlie horse but then they make me find all the things with a double natural 20 yeah you find everything no problem yeah i would say that the gold cost you can cut in half if you want okay. for this one perfect um but it would still be an hour per potion okay all right um, but yeah, uh, you are able to find the things you need and, uh, you're thinking that you can save a little bit of gold once mm -hmm. you set up somewhere, you are all able to continue on down the road. Are you heading towards the tavern, uh, slash inn that you were directed to? I'd say, I'd say so, unless we're planning on walking through the night, uh, given the state of the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can probably. Yeah, let's go stay at the tower. I could use a good warm meal. I mean, we've had warm meal, but I could use a meal I don't have to cook or anybody else. Or and we could have hail. I could I could do an ale. I could go for a nice blood pudding or a steak, not even cooked or even a oh something just dripping. We should probably be careful because we've already encountered the bear and the tiger so there has to be a lion on this road are you telling the truth did these oh, creatures yeah, the, travel in packs there's a bear there was the bear cub the tabaxi with the tiger stripes and all we're missing is the lion oh my oh my indeed 
These are my monkeys. This is my circus. These are my monkeys. This is my circus. You would be the internet funny man. I'll let you be something. Funny's debatable. Uh, but yes, you are <laughs> able to make it uh, through uh, the next uh, 10 minutes to the Bone and Sword Tavern. Uh, it's a large establishment. It's um, probably three times the size of the Pink Dragon, where you spent many a night back in Dulhen. Uh so yes, uh, you are all outside the tavern. There's a small pond outside, um, as well as a little shed. You are welcome to head on in at your leisure. Y'all wanna? You easily. I want, taking... so I don't pay. Mm-hmm. Are you taking precious stinky boy inside? Yes. Okay. Okay. Monstrosity has to share temp with it. Yes, he can come inside to the nice establishment. Sure, whatever. We need to. Do you guys want drinks? <laughs> uh, as you all walk in, uh, Immediately to your right, you see two gentlemen uh, deep in a conversation. They are both finely dressed. Uh, one has a ledger book out in front of him. Um, off to the far left, uh, you see a tiefling woman with uh, curly purple and pink hair playing the piano and singing. And there is a um, there is a halfling gentleman uh, at a table nearby with a glass of ale nodding along and listening to the song that she's singing uh, in a at a table near the fireplace you see three people sitting uh, two two uh, human gentlemen uh, a blonde elven woman and a earth genasi uh, gentleman Yuisa, uh, as you walk in roll me a perception check hmm Please, dice gods. It's all in your... in your hands. 18! Fantastic. Yuisa, as you walk in and start heading towards the bar, you look over towards the fireplace, scanning the room, and you spot the gentleman that you saved from his horse, sitting and talking amongst the people uh, in the back of the room. Uh, There is also a gentleman sitting by himself, clad in black leather and furs sitting watching someone at the bar uh, with a dark cloak and a hood up over their face. They're speaking excuse me. They are speaking to the bartender um, and uh, reaching for their ales. And off at the end of the bar you see a gentleman uh, carrying several pitchers of ale uh, with his white shirt sleeves rolled up in a nice vest. His uh, beard is graying uh, at the sides and uh, standing at the end of the bar is a um, is a centaur gentleman with a lute on his back he has red hair and a purple shirt on there's so many dolphs in this bar I need a second to like handle myself <laughs> I was like I, I'm just looking at each Too of them and I'm like do we need to take another 10-minute break for you, Abby? <laughs> I have water. I have water. I have a sippy cup, specifically. As we walk in, because uh, all the food and drink s- smells and sounds, 
Uh, Arif is gonna like just tap everybody on the shoulder and sort of that like you know go get yourself situated. He's gonna go sit at this table here and he's going to fall back into his what he did traveling by himself city to city, which is he sits down and immediately like just a small little like cup container goes on the edge of the table and he pulls out his deck and lays it out to just read fortunes. <laughs> That's how he made money traveling all by himself. So he's like, well, back back at it again. He looks busy. Now I got more cards. I also, I also want to give Avrat space. So I'm going to sit right next to this brooding, very handsome gentleman, but near enough to Avrat and just plop myself down. I'm not going to ask if I can sit there. It's a chair. It exists to be sat in, right? There's surely no social convention I'm about to violate by doing this. Trace is going to head to the bar and on her way there she's gonna look over to the guy that she saved she's gonna like hey and she's gonna keep going to the bar too long to walk with you Weasel alright you definitely can uh, as you do the uh gentleman talking to the centaur with the loot on his back uh, smiles and says uh, uh, welcome uh, Ellie will be with you in a moment and gestures to the uh, gnome woman uh, behind the table she has dark hair uh, with uh, it, that's pulled back into a bun and she's currently passing the ales over to the gentleman uh, in the dark cloak Okay, no problem. Yeah, thank you. That was fun, right? <laughs> that was really fun. I didn't think I could get so competitive. I've been. I mean, actually, ass- that's a lie. I get competitive sometimes. Just like you know, I don't usually do sports for like most, like well, mostly because like I'm really bad at them. But then apparently, I'm like super competitive. So I think that's why I shouldn't do any more sports. Oh, you would have a ton of fun at the dojo. What is... I... What's... Uh, it's a place training for the younglings. Oh, what do you train? Do you train, like, fighting? Do you train, like, dodgeball? Do you train, like, swords? Do you train... What do you... Sulong just takes a small, like, boxer pose and punches twice. Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they start them young over home. Is that why you're so good at fighting? Did you start fighting, like, really young? More self-defense classes, and if you really wanted to, you can take up more advanced training, but, yeah. I technically took self-defense classes from my aunt. Like, actual self-defense classes, or get behind them and, like, slit their throat sort of defense? I mean, both. Because, you know, um, well, obviously you gotta defend yourself. Hence the name self-defense. If something happens, if they're going to attack you, and she taught me how to defend myself using knives, but, you know, one trick of using knives is also maybe sliding behind someone and slitting the throat. If you really need to, she said that death should not be the first option, but in the end, it's between you and them, and you always want to pick you. Because Yuisa did it. <laughs> That's how she made me remember that. There is a hand that just reaches up, pats the head gently. That's nice, dear. Sulong has some things to think about. 
Okay. <laughs> Never play cards with Yuiza. This quirk is just idly tapping her claws at the table, presumably if her table mate has not said anything. Uh, he has not. He has kept his eyes trained on the bar where the person in the hooded cloak is talking to the bartender next to Yuiza and Su Long. Oh, he's he broody. hasn't acknowledged that you exist. <laughs> well, I'm gonna make or him acknowledge me. I just tap his shoulder with little nubbin. You see over there at the next table. That's my mate. He happens to be very wise in the ways of fate. I think you should ask him a few things. Just with a big happy grin. Which is terrifying. His head slowly turns to you, Fizzquarth, and you see the unkept hair and beard. <laughs> and he turns back to what he was paying attention to and makes a very distinct movement to lift up slightly and move his chair a few inches away from you. Fiskworth would not, but I would jump this man's bones in an instant. We would be leaving the room pregnant with <laughs> twins right now. I am, he hates me and his hair is love. Oh my God. Fisk just looks at Ira with a sad little frown and goes to sit by him. I tried that gentleman at the table over there he's not paying any attention I asked I, I, he seemed very unfortunate and sad so I mentioned that you could read fortunes and fates with your magical cards and you know what he did he moved away from me like I was a plague rat I, I appreciate your willingness in, to help this court truly uh, my darling you're brilliant why wouldn't I wanted for life did he did he happen to seem busy or that he was in doing something, waiting for somebody? Perhaps this is usually common when people are sitting by themselves uh, at tables. They are either waiting for someone or they are alone on purpose. I think he might be a bit like us. He seemed to be staring at that mysterious cloaked figure at the bar. Perhaps it's his own mate. Mysterious cloaked figure. Yes. Usually those are... Usually those are harbingers of something to do. Not to you're wondering. The cloak is very cozy. Oh, no, of course, but... Uh, well... Do you feel comfortable in here, temperature-wise, uh, atmosphere-wise? There's a warm fire, there is food and drink. Of course. Friendly I conversation. Last time I was in a tavern, it didn't go nearly as well. I may have not known how to speak the language well, and I may have eaten one of their cows. But I feel quite warm and happy here, especially here with you. I will not fault you for past actions. My point, though, is uh, in such comfortable lodgings as this, uh, somebody mysterious and cloaked tends to not match they are oh, doing so for a reason. You don't think it's one of false Arabels, do you? Oh, I wouldn't know, but it would be too... It would leave things to fate, of course, but it would be too much of a coincidence to walk right into the first building that we come across and there's another one. I just mirror the, ma the very broody, very filthy man 
and stare at this cloaked figure, now suspicious, and Arat just feels a little claw on his thighs, like I just squeeze it for comfort. Because now I'm anxious. It's kind of like, oh, okay, and just keep, continues with laying out everything to read fortunes of anybody that happens to notice that suddenly a fortune teller has set up a shop. Yeah. Uh, and someone does notice. You hear the sounds of hooves on cobblestone are at approaching you as uh, the centaur from the bar leaves this conversation and walks over. Uh, hey, are you uh, telling fortunes? Uh, for those that wish to have them, yes. I mean, doesn't everyone wish to have a fortune? And as he says that, Fiskorth, this guy gives you a million-dollar smile. I'll be still my fluttering heart. You, uh, you in line to get your fortune told, or can I, uh... Oh, no, no. I am merely sitting with the one dearest to me. Please, proceed. Oh, you're together. Got it. Yes, we are. Meanwhile, our admits heard that as the one nearest to her, and is like, oh yeah, we're told together. <laughs> Zach, I love you. <laughs> Has superhuman hearing, still mishears what she's saying. Um, I'm focused. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, the centaur gentleman will sit down, uh, takes his loot off his back, and sits it next to him on the chair. Uh, he, he sits on the floor. He's tall enough without a chair that he looks like a normal person seated at a table. Uh, what's your what's your rate? I simply ask for people are willing to give. Fate is fate. Ah, yeah, sure. Uh, here, uh, and you hear uh, five gold pieces clink into your cup. M- much obliged. Uh, what what is it that you desire to learn about, my friend? Oh, let's uh, let's go with a classic. Who will my one true love be? One true love. Who's oh, so romantic? And I just sit my little head on my nubbins and watch. Now, fate is indirect. I cannot necessarily point you directly to who you seek, but I can help you find who to look for, find signs to expect. What are you seeking in this true love? You know, the kind of things you write ballads about. The epic tale yet to be told. You, you, uh, you tell stories. Stories, poems, songs. A dreamer. Mm. It's aspirational. Uh, and the card I pull is the monk. Uh, I want to use this with bespeak as well to get to get more information off it, but I'm going to treat it as a typical reading. Yeah. Uh, so pulling pulling the monk, lay it down, say, feeling my my fingers run over it. This is a card that represents balance. It involves the necess- a necessity to unite one's mind and body to focus. Focus by focusing within. In such a matter, I would say that if you are seeking love, you are trying to find 
love that one writes stories about, you you need to look a bit more internally. What uh, what do you see as valuable? What matters to you the most? What do you want to write songs about? Once you are in touch with this about yourself and you know what your heart desires, you will know exactly what to find in another person. Until then, you'll be uh, chasing fairy lights. And, and uh, for bespeak, uh, sorry, for bespeak, it, uh, yeah, it'll just, it'll give like that expanded uh, vision in response to the question that's determined by you. That's the card dissolves in his hand. The vision you get with Bespeak in regards to this centaur is one of deep longing, almost a yearning, tinged with puppy love, maybe? Maybe just sitting there in his past or his future. Yeah. Sitting there and feeling all of this, I'll reach out and put my put my other hand with the hand cover unbuckled, just palm down on top of his and say, though I think you already do know that, don't you? You do know what your heart desires. Yeah, I do. In fact, I you came here seeking a name. You were hoping it is the one that was on your mind already, isn't it? A name? You have somebody in mind, do you not? When I ask you this question. Oh, a person. No, I thought you were talking about the loot I saw in a shop window that I can't afford. She's real pretty. Is that... Is that your... Is that what sparks love for you? Yes. Uh, all right, dear, I don't want to interrupt. I know this. What does he mean? Does he mean the, the physical act of love or the, the, the mental? Only he can know the answer to that. Okay. Only he knows what Physically? he came here to seek. You two sound like my parents. This card just burst into a bunch of giggles. <laughs> And on that note, uh, Yui's and Sulong, what are you two up to? Just waiting to get the attention of the uh, halfling behind the bar. Chatting. Uh, she wraps up her conversation and uh, passes a slip of paper to the person uh, she's been talking to and comes over to greet you all. Hi. Can I try uh, and see what the paper says? Go ahead and roll perception. That is not my strong suit. This is none of Sulong's But I rolled business. a 17. That's unfortunate because the paper's folded in half. Oh, God damn it. But I saw the paper. You did. You saw that the it's paper was It's definitely paper. Uh, yeah. She comes over. Uh, hi. How can I assist you two? Uh, did you, did hey. you want a drink? Food? Uh, yeah. Could we get 
Okay. Could we get four ales, a blood pudding? Do you do meat platters? Yes. Uh, we'll take one of those. Okay. Uh, and turns to Yuiza. What are you guys going to have? Uh, I'm going to have an I'm ale. <laughs> so do you want four ales or five total? I'm comping the meal tonight, Yuiza. Don't worry about it. I'm so confused. Okay. Anyway, I we're all... G- I, I, he, he has his heart in the right place. Um, I'd hope so. I hope it's still in my chest. We're going to oh, do four ales. Okay. Yes. Four ales, um, a meat platter, and blood pudding? Blood pudding. Uh, hold the pudding. We have someone with dietary restrictions that require blood. Oh! Motions okay. to the giant yeah. bat. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you just order a cup of blood? Does it matter if it's pig or bovine? I'll go ask. Yeah, I think she might have a preference. Okay. Um, and then, uh, do you have? Uh, I will take like a big basket of bread. Um, okay. And some, if you have any fresh butter, that'd be great. Or just any mm-hmm. butter, I'm sure it's fine. And then, um, can I have some steamed veggies on the side, and also some rice and an extra meat platter, and three crayons for Stinky Boys Kids. And menu. three crayons for Stinky Boys. <laughs> Oh, and if you have some cut fruit uh, for my little friend here, that'd be great. For you, the oh, that is <laughs> she's gonna just pick him up. A small dear, yeah, I will. Um, I will get that all out to you shortly. Um, are you with anyone here? Um, yeah, we are going to be at that table uh, with the big bat, the person with the blindfold, and apparently a centaur. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, and a huling. Right. That makes sense then. Uh, I'll have that all to you in just a minute. Uh, and she uh, heads back into the kitchen to go get your food and your drinks. Fiskorth. Fiskorth. Fiskorth is still giggling like, oh, me and Arata's parents. Oh. If you um, had to choose between feeding between uh, on a pig or a cow, what would you choose? Pig or cow? I mean, pigs are so intelligent. They're, they're like those those things we saw in the forest. I'd have to say cows. They're rather temperamental. Rude creatures. They're like a unicorn that never fully formed. Cool. <laughs> thump, 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 thump. Gives them the order. Thump, 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 thump. <laughs> we got some food. Hi. Who are you? Uh, oh, um, hi, I'm, uh, Artilles, uh, it's nice to meet you, and, uh, the centaur gentleman extends his hand to you, Yuisa. She'll extend her hand. Artilles, that's a nice name. Thanks. Uh, my mom picked it out. My dad hates it. (laughs) Do you like it? I mean, it's mine, so I guess so. I don't really think about it People don't like their names. Yeah, I mean, there's worse ones to have. It's two Yuiza say, Artilius here uh, came to have his fortune read. He is wondering oh. about true love. Not the person, the actor. Oh, the okay, act. I was about to, We know someone named true love. Um, did you like your fortune? Um, It was kind of confusing, but then they, they always are. And yeah. then they started asking me a lot of 
like semi-intrusive question, but not like rudely intrusive, and I just got confused. So um, I'm just gonna say that it's a good fortune. Simply saying, trying to, uh, simply trying to help you guide your thought. The thing with his fortunes is that, like, they won't make sense at first, but then as you're going on through life, you'll, it could be like next week, you know, a month, years, two years, who knows, then something will happen, and then you'll think back to this moment and be like, oh, that's what that means. It's rather wondrous, isn't it? Two years? Oh. Oh, no, it could, I, it's just, you know, you never know. Right. It could be soon. It could be like tomorrow if you really wanted to. I don't know. Do you play music? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I I play the lute. That's true. Are you you, like good at it? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Are you going to show me? I'm not going to play while another bard's playing. That's rude. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were like, going to play like after them because I thought you also played here. I mean, I am going to, but like, not right now. Like, I can't. No, not right now. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I like, play like there. I play like it's like a smaller loot that has like less strings. But like, I'm not mm-hmm. a professional, but it's really nice. So I would really love to see you play. Well, if you're gonna be here in like the next. Um, and he kind of leans around the table and looks and listens for a minute to what the other bard is playing. Uh, she's near the end of her set, so if you just like hang around for another like thirty minutes, um, Barbara should be done soon. Oh, cool! Do you guys know each other? She's really good. Uh, yeah, we travel together. Oh, your own adventuring party? Yeah, yeah. Do you guys play together? Sometimes. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of like what kind of songs do you like to play about? Um Oh, well you know that one about the uh the dude who pissed off the uh the ocean god, you know from that one musical? Oh, I That's, think that, so. I like that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like to I like to do more like epic ballads and oh, stuff. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. And then she does all of this, like, um, I don't know. It's kind of like frilly and nonsensical. I think she just likes rhyming. Honestly. Can I listen to and like focus for a moment on what she's singing about? Yeah. And see if it really Um, is like nonsensical or if it's just its opinion. (laughs) It's definitely just his opinion. Um, She's singing like the equivalent of like a Taylor Swift song. Ah. I understand. Yeah. You know, I think that if you kind of give into that nonsensicalness a little bit, or at least what you call nonsensical, especially someone who's interested in finding their true love, maybe if you look within yourself and, like, feel those feelings within you, like, you know, when you meet people, be more open to that. I think you'll, like, find people for that soon. I don't know what your preference is, so. That's what he said. And I'm not even a fortune teller. As he points, uh, Arat's seat is empty. He's actually like taking like one big step back to the other table, realizing that a crowd here just chatting is not going to net him business. So he's just suddenly everything is set up at the table right next to that table. Sorry. Sulong comes to an huh? epiphany and will turn to uh, Artilles 
you know, if you got two more members, you could call yourselves the Barbara Shop Quartet. <laughs> yeah, I could. Um, I think we would lose some jobs with that pun, though. It's a good like one. I tried. Barbers. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, at that, uh, Ellie does come out carrying two large trays uh, and brings you all your ales and your food and drops off. Mm. Uh, that'll be uh, seven gold total. And seven gold subtracted from Sulong's inventory. There you go. And um, yes, uh, ale for you, ale for you. Um, Artilles, did you? Oh, I will be back with your cider. Um, And uh, I have an extra ale here. That's fine. Why don't you send it to that grumpy looking gentleman over there? He seems so down. Oh, him? He doesn't drink. Um, oh, you must be the one with the, um, is it, is a cup of blood okay? I didn't know if you would want more. It's hard to gauge these sorts of things. Everyone has a different, you know, dietary requirement. Oh, I, really, I'm just shocked that you figured out my, my dietary needs. Yes, a cup is perfectly fine. I only need a bit for the necessary nutrients and minerals. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> Thank I you, dear. hope you like cow. Enjoy. I do. Despicable <laughs> creatures. Right. Um, well, if there's anything else you all need, um, again, my name's Ellie. I'll be at the bar. Just uh, let me know. Thank you, Ellie. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Um, are there rooms available for rent? Oh, um, yes. Uh, we have several rooms available. Uh, uh, do you each want your own room or do you want separate rooms? They each sleep two. Well, one of them sleeps four, but that one's currently taken. We get the two rooms. Two rooms. Okay. Um, I'll get the keys. Just um, come see me when you're ready and I'll show you where. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And Ellie will head back off to the bar. So, um, you all from around here? Are you from the the city? Under? Well, at least for myself. Uh, we you... just came from um, Dolhan. Dolhan. Yes, we were stationed there together as wardens. Oh, you're wardens. Mm-hmm. That's cool fight anything bigger than yourself that would make for a cool story? We actually did. Look, I'll look at our rat. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, so, wh- where was it? Uh, and he actually takes out a pen and paper, Yuiza. Okay. Um, what was that thing? It was like a bird creature, right? Like a giant bird. A No, no. Oh, the smell Snallygast that we fought like at the end. That was uh, a bit more long, but yes. Yeah, I'm just trotting over to Arat's table, yanking him over, and saying, "You must tell your story, my dear. They must hear your glory." So Uh, it wasn't much glory, but (laughs) she's gonna start like so. It was a few nights ago, right? And uh, we had just come back from trying to solve a murder, uh, and we did. But we were tricked, right? And we went back to town, and there they were, and they had summoned these creatures from the depths of, I don't know, maybe the abyss or the hells. Who knows? But it was this giant creature with a long neck, and then there were these little creatures on top of roofs throwing tiles while they were, the bigger creature was attacking us, and then the whole town gathered to help us fight this thing. 
And then there was a blast, a giant blast from the smith as they released a cannon to like help and then start catching fire and there was a lot. Okay, can you can you be like a, a little more discreet? Like when you say things throwing roof tiles at you, were they like was it were they like people? They or? were these tiny weird little gremlin creatures. Okay. That kind of hunched over, had a weird, I think, had weird pale skin and like this smile that froze on their face. That I read okay. mischievous. Mischievous frozen smile. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And you say this happened in, in Dulhen? Oh, yeah. yeah. Half the town was on yeah. fire. It was horrible. Oh. And there was a great pink dragon that flew above and blew bubbles mm-hmm. upon its foes. Comparable to my own wingspan, of course, and I spread out my own wings to be admired. A, a bubble dragon? Are you, yes. Are you, it was a very strange time. Are you all pulling okay. my leg? Oh, no. We're actually being 100% honest right now. Right. Yeah, okay. My friend, I'll just wave. I'll, I'll, I'll wave him over. Here, my friend, how, how about perhaps uh, one with a, a story with a, little, a fewer, a bit fewer twists and turns? It's, this seems to be a, a lot to process. Well, he said he wanted a great ballad. I feel like a great ballad is going to have twists and turns. Oh, it, it will, but I, gone at the end. It it absolutely will. I feel like he may. This may be a story that he has to go to Dulhan to investigate further, unless we are going to sit here and regale the entire entire tale. I thought that was plotting. I don't know. Oh well, then by all means. Well, then did you? He was drinking my ale. Apparently, my descriptions aren't good enough. If you want visual descriptions, you either will be your best bet. Unfortunately, I'm not quite uh, on par with this. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I'll take any description. So, I mean, your description was really good. I could probably have tried better. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're you're fine. It, th- look, it's it's not so much about like detail as like sometimes it's just like about vibe, like what you were feeling in that moment, and just like focusing in on that. Okay, so I think I understand, right? So as we rushed into this battlefield, right, I had a sense of urgency and despair as a great secret had just been revealed to me of my long lost family. And then I saw the person that was uh, capable of these crimes, someone who we had trusted and we oh. had. Oh, betrayal. Yeah. Tell me more about the betrayal. Yeah, that's right. That's good okay. Stuff. So that's we good had stuff. trusted. We slept in their house. They invited us and treated us as family. And then they turn around and attack the town and set set it ablaze to try and take what they want. And I looked at her and I felt this deep rage. And um, after a moment, the one of her creatures had attacked me. And for some reason, my rage had been gone. My vision was was fuzzy as my feelings were dampened and at the end of the battle a curse had been lifted and my rage returned and tears just I'm just uh, stopped there actually <laughs> yeah that that sounds like you should talk to someone qualified yeah. about that well, but it's you a said, really good start like, it's a really good start yeah. good job uh, I'm going to I'm going to work on something about that okay I'm working on something about. That. Um, so, uh, were all of you involved in the in the fight too? You were. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh yeah. I used to have two arms. He got four arms in the battle. 
and I turned into a swarm and it was quite shocking my tell you to have a thousand eyes and suddenly your friend has four arms it, it truly is boggling for the senses they like they grew over time or they just kind of they popped out instantaneously painfully uh, I could try to do it again he was trying to save people from a fire and his body adapted to the situation uh, in a time of stress Mm, that's a better way to put it. If you can warn me before you, you know, grow another pair of arms, because I'm still trying to fix all your other shirts. Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay. Maybe I could grow extra legs. <sighs> uh, Wouldn't that make you a centaur? Uh, that would no. definitely not make him a centaur. Um, <laughs> I would be all person, not half horse, half person. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, the, thanks for the uh, thanks for the the inspo. Um, I gotta go. Uh, I'll see you around. Godspeed. Mm. Yeah. Uh-oh. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, he heads off over towards the piano and uh, gives a nod to the other bard as she finishes up her final song. Uh, you all see as the mysterious cloaked figure that you have decided is mysterious at the bar uh, wraps up their conversation with the other gentleman who spoke to you first, Yuiza and Sulong and heads out the door. Shortly after they leave, the person who Fiskorth attempted to befriend stands up from the table, pushing in their chair and nods at the group behind you tilting their head toward the door as he stalks forward and the entire group behind you picks up their belongings and heads out behind him. And that is where we are going to end tonight. Don't you dare send the robots! Primini. <laughs> There's an assassin in this bar. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they found love Jeez. in this club. In this club. In this club. Can't say nothing about assassins. No, those guys are definitely dead, though. <laughs> those five guys. Man, that's my favorite place to get fries. Thank you to all our patrons and Twitch subscribers for your continued support. This show was made possible by listeners like you. Fiskworth was played by Abby. Arat was played by Zachary Vaudo. Luisa was played by Alyssa Vamp. Sue Long was played by RJ. And your GM this evening was Sarah Roberts. Luck and Chaos is recorded live on Thursday nights. If you'd like to join us for a live recording, check out hypegoblin.com forward slash events for the full live schedule. Links to cast social media, third-party supplements used in the game, affiliate links, and the show's Patreon are available in the episode description. A Twist of Fate, Luck and Chaos theme by SneakerNet is available now on Bandcamp. Don't forget to like and review this episode on your platform of choice. And we'll see you all in the next one. <laughs>